Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we got another boardroom chat here. Number 89. 89? Uh huh. Why are you getting all these numbers at? Praise well, God. It's right here on the paper. <laughs> oh, it's right there on the paper. I remember <laughs> if I read the paperwork, I'd be fine. Yeah. You know, I, my favorite book in the Bible in the Old Testament is the book of Genesis, and my favorite book in the New Testament is the book of Ephesians. I just like it, you know. Oh, yeah. But great. I want to go to Genesis chapter 1 because in Genesis chapter 1, the whole plan. For, uh, for mankind is in Genesis chapter 1. Yes. I mean, the Father just lays it out. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth, so he created a habitation for us. Yeah. He began to create all these wonderful things, and, and then he placed man, his greatest creation. He said, let us make man in our image, and I like this, and all these kind of things. And he set them in a beautiful place. Notice there was no sin. Mm-hmm. There was no um, hard work. There was no jealousy, malice, none of that. There was blessing, prosperity, all you could eat if you wanted to, mm. just whatever. And you know, God says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, well, Jesus, well, Jesus is God. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how many people don't understand how to live in this life as a Christian, mm. really actually as a human being. Mm. And then when Satan calls man to sin, then you got poverty and sickness disease and lack and everything you could think of. But I want to go to a verse here. The whole plan for man, God's plan for man, I believe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Finest Dick. Yeah, Finest Dick wrote a book on that. I really like that, that book. I got to go read that again. That I know. Many, many years it's ago. It's great. He said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, I want to read it out of King James. Okay. And here's a hint. The very first thing God says, and God blessed them. Mm -hmm. He didn't slap them. <laughs> he didn't hit them. He didn't kick them. He didn't say, I'm going to make you suffer. And then he said, and God blessed them. Mm -hmm. And then he gave them a command, not a suggestion. And God said unto them, be fruitful. I want to talk about that today. Okay. Multiply. I want to talk about that. Hmm. Replenish the earth. I want to talk about that. And subdue. That's one there that's really of an odd word. That more I thought about why, should it, why is that there in the Garden of Eden? Right. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Okay. Let, and we'll read that again. And he said, have dominion. So notice this, all this is here. Over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth or creepeth upon the earth. Now watch this. I, I, can you read that in the Amplified, please, if you don't mind? Verse 28. Yes, if you don't mind. It says, uh, and God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it using all of its all its vast resources in the service of God and man and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. Okay. Do you have another translation? I do. Uh, this is the Pash, the new living translation. New li what does it say? It says, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Okay. I like that. And it says, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and the animals that scurry along the ground. Okay. So know there's four things there that God commanded man to do. To be fruitful. It didn't oh. say to be... What, what else you got? I have another translation in the Message Bible. All it's right, even read better. It says, it says, God bless them. And then prosper, exclamation point. Ah. Reproduce, exclamation point. Yeah. Fill the earth, exclamation point. Take charge. Be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the air, for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. It said be responsible. Be responsible. Which means that we ought to not destroy the habitat. Mm -hmm. See, we ought He to put us in charge. That is correct. Now, Take why? charge, Jesus. Now, here's the thing that's amazing. This is the plan for you today, mm -hmm. as well as when God started all this thing. God doesn't change. We do. See, he said, be fruitful. He didn't say be fruitless. Right. I find when Satan beca uh, became the boss here, uh, he, he took the fruit away and made everybody fruitless. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? To a point where you got to suffer, beat your brains out to try to make a living, blah, blah, this and that. And God said there was a judgment. He said, Adam, you keep on reading. You're going to work by the sweat of your brow. He didn't have to do that before. That's the right. original plan for God, for man, was to be fruitful, mm -hmm. which means to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. And God said, even though it was way back then, even though we're in a sin world, that can happen today. Yeah. But who fights that of all things? The church. Hmm. The religious people say, well, I, I don't believe that. Well, then you're calling God a liar? You can't call God a liar. God is not man that he can lie. You see what I'm saying? He wants you to be fruitful in everything you do, spiritually, physically, financially, morally, whatever you want to call it. So that's four things I want to talk about. Be fruitful, 
multiply, replenish, and subdue. Right. Now, if you want to have a great marriage, you got to be fruitful. And what I mean by that is not just having kids. Mm -hmm. so that's first people think well, of having a bunch of kids. Some people think having a great marriage is the subdue part. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> they true. They want to rule and well, take control of another person. Well, but what happened after, That's not a, a no, happy marriage. I, I, <laughs> when sin fell, man wanted to rule. Mm -hmm. Man was not, uh, 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 wanted to rule over that woman mm -hmm. because he thought she was a lesser species. But in the beginning, let's go back to where God, God so. called her a woman. He didn't call her Eve. Right. He called her Adam. He right. said, created male and female, created he, them, them. not him. Yes. Them, not him, and called them yeah. Adam or Adam, mm -hmm. which means they were equal mm -hmm. until it became a man's world after sin. Then you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that and all that kind of stuff. And sad that's to say, the, women, women swallow that hook, line, and sinker. That's what some have. Well, most <laughs> that, of them have. That's, that's, that's the, a fact. That's true. In other words. That's uh, what the fallen man did. See, you were, no human being was created to be ruled over. Mm -hmm. You were created to rule and reign. You've heard me say this before in some of the boardroom chat. That's why babies get mad at you. A baby who can't do nothing. Couldn't, but you, they'll look at you and go, they're mad because they weren't created to be ruled over. They don't like it when you tell them to do something. They were created I, you know, to rule and reign. I don't like it either. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It said, be fruitful. Me too. I mean, can't I do this and do that and all this kind of stuff. He doesn't like me to say Oh, I don't like that at all. Me. I don't like it. You know, and nobody does. But I, I love it when God tells me to do something because I know without a shadow of a doubt that he has my total benefit in mm -hmm. his mind, whether it's spiritual, physical, financial, whatever it may be. So he said, be fruitful. Now, I decided to believe that and been royally persecuted by that. Rawly, oh, uh, uh, since the day I got born again, I had enough sense to know, even though we knew nothing about the Bible, me and you, mm -hmm. when uh, we got saved. Now, my mama read me Bible stories, and, and I knew about David and Goliath and, you know, and, and Samson and Delilah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I didn't really know what all that meant. Mm -hmm. I never thought of a covenant. I never heard that word covenant till after I got saved. I had no idea what that meant in any way, shape, or form. I heard to give and don't expect anything in return, which was totally erroneous to the word of God, because man took over. So he said, be fruitful. Now, how are you fruitful today, Kathy, when it comes to God and living for him? Well, fruitful to me means producing and getting the results God wants. In fact, Jesus wanted us to be fruitful in the area of prayer, mm -hmm. you know, and believing him and trusting him as if you abide in him. So when you do your morning devotions, you consider that being fruitful. It's part of the plan. You know, I love the way it said it in this message Bible, God blessed them. Yes. And he said some things. It says, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take right. charge. Right. You know, when God blesses a thing, it's, he does it with words. Amen. And he speaks things, and those words are containers right. that help us to do those things he That's told right. us to do. And so when, I, when I'm, I believe I'm fruitful, when I read the word of God, I allow it to come into my heart and allow it to come out of my own mouth and speak and say what God wants. Hallelujah. And, it, and you know, the convicting power comes upon me when I'm reading and I'm seeing things and, I'm, uh, and it helps me to grow. And, and that's, that's a beautiful thing that we know that God can teach us every day. And I, I know I've produced a lot of fruit in my life. I've, sure. You're, you're one, a result of one I of my I agree fruit. with that 100%. <laughs> I and prayed you know, for, for you yeah. to be born again, and that was a, a, an answer to prayer. That's fruit. You know, you know what I like about Christmas time, and we're in the Christmas season right now, is that people are being fruitful. And notice, it makes people a lot happier. Mm -hmm. They want to be a blessing. Notice, all those people in the mall are going to buy something to give to someone. Right. Notice that. Mm -hmm. now, you, you buy something Some yourself once in a while. Some of them are doing it online. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same. Yeah. Be you know, in other words, they're being fruitful. They want to be a blessing. They, watch this. They're thinking of others. Mm -hmm. Only at this, seem like at this time or some special day and maybe in that person's life, like their birthday or, or their anniversary, when this Christmas time ought to be every day. Mm -hmm. He said, be fruitful. Then he said, multiply, which means increase ever increasing. You see, and let me tell you something about increase is not a bad thing. Yep. And you don't have to make an excuse for your increase. Mm -hmm. That's amazing to me how many people make excuses uh, for their increase. You, uh, you get a beautiful, uh, you, that's a beautiful dress you got. Uh, I, I, I got it on sale. Well, good. That's great. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's good to have a sale. That's not the issue. But why did you say that? Mm -hmm. Because you thought they might persecute you over it. Mm -hmm. I knew of one preacher one time. He had a nice car but he wouldn't drive it. So he got him an old busted up car to drive around like as if when people didn't. didn't know he had a nice car. 
Mm. You see what I'm trying to say? See, that's a person that's not being fruitful. In other words, they're embarrassed of the fruit that God gives them or, in life. Or they just avoid that confrontation. Right. You know, they didn't want to address it. So when people say, Barbara, Jesse, you got a nice house or you got a nice car. I say, you know what I say? Boy, look what the Lord has done. Isn't that something? I just give him glory. I say, man, look what God has done for me. You know, like the other day, I have a, you, you bought me a truck in 2012. Uh, I drive a 10-year-old vehicle. I love that thing. It don't have a scratch on it. It, it doesn't looks, look 10 years no, old. No, it looked like the, it came off the showroom floor. It's a, a 2012, um, what they call it, a Dodge Ram 1500, uh, what they call that thing? Uh, Hemi. Hemi engine. I don't know got 428 what that means, horsepower. It's only a two-seater. I don't want nobody else in there but me and God, you know? I, okay, <laughs> and, and I remember that. <laughs> you know, and I don't really like riding in it, I know, because it's kind of, oh, because it, it it's fast. It bumps all around. I have had more people <laughs> that I start, men, men, come up and say, man, you want to sell that truck? No. They think I bought it yesterday. Where'd you get that? Well, they don't make that particular truck anymore. Most of them so that's have, why I keep have it. like four doors. Yeah, I, I, I don't want that. I, and I love more this thing. seats. Okay, because, uh, and, and I'm very careful with it. I like it and I enjoy it. And uh, because, uh, it, well, it meets what I want. It, it, and, you know, people, you've said this so many times, trying to be nice. Kathy, Jesse, I'll go get you another call. You know, my God, this thing is going to be 10 years old, I think, come Next January. Year. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm totally satisfied with the thing. Why? Because to, to me, when I get in there, I feel fruitful. I really do. I enjoy it. And I notice something. It brings attention to me. Now, how can something almost 10 years old bring attention to me? Because I've fallen in love with it, and it's fallen in love with me. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It has, and even though it's an inanimate object, it's just a truck, but there's, there's a presence there. It, it, and what I mean by that is people, people can see when I'm sitting in there that I like that truck. They can just see it. So in other words, it's saying something. Mm -hmm. And you see, that's what we as Christians should be saying. We sh when you see someone see you, they ought to see the fruit of God in your life. You ought to see the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, meekness, temperance, faith, all those wonderful things, see? That's what I mean. And then he said multiply, which means don't get mad and don't try to hide your increase. Mm -hmm. Don't try to hide your increase at all, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. Well, who do you think you are? I don't think you ought to have that. Well, ain't nobody asked you. And I don't mean that rudely, but it's just the truth. Can you, can't you just say, well, I can't help it if the Lord blessed me? Yeah. I have had people tell me this about you, which makes no sense to me. Uh, why they would tell me, they ought to tell you. They said, man, you, 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 you dress your wife good. She really looks good. I don't do any of that. Kathy does all that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know why they say I do that. I mean, you buy your own clothes. I don't <laughs> tell you what to buy and what not to buy. Whatever. You just go do what you want to do. And, uh, but they want to tell me. Then I got to thinking, why is that? Because I think there are a lot of people, I don't control you. Now, sometimes I have to put a bit in your mouth and pull it down a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let me explain that. You better, me, you better explain, you better explain it. it. And what I mean by that, sometimes she's saying we something. We may have a resurrection and, and service. She, yeah, we might have a resurrection service. <laughs> and she doesn't understand the full reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh -huh. So I have to say, wait, 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 just listen. That's what I mean. You know, kind of pull up on the, on the bit here. That, you, the, the to, you need to find a better uh, Well, I don't know how else to or, say it. I'm, well, just, I'm just honest. I you see what do, I'm I think you can do better. <laughs> Next week, if I got several scars on my face, you know you hit me. But anyway. You said, I've never hit you no, yet. No, not, not yet. But I've thought about it. I must say. I've uh, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so when you understand. When you understand the full thing, then you know what's going on. You know on. what been, I think you're trying let me, to let me say. Finish this. Well, there's been times I think you've I dug wanted, a deep enough hole to <laughs> no, help you. There's been times you've done some time <laughs> to drive me nuts, and you, you kept saying, whoa, wait, wait, because I didn't understand the whole thing. Right. I think now, what ahead. you were saying about, uh, I don't need to go in <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I was thinking when you said people say, oh, you, you bless Kathy, but really when you, they look at me, uh, it reflects how you care for me. And so when, God, when people look at us as children of God, it, it shows that God is a good God, and it's a reflection on God. And I think that whole concept is there. When people see us uh, being obedient to him and, and doing the call, walking in the calling that he gave us, that, that gives glory to God. Right. So we're in, whatever we do in life, whether we're blessed because of what we yeah. wear or what we... But it really should bring glory yeah. to God. No matter what we do in life should bring glory to him. I See, I just never think that if you got a nice dress, even though I may have purchased it, I don't know, she actually purchased it, you know, whatever, that I don't, I don't, uh, people give me a compliment for it. Now, I know some women will get mad because I use that word bit in the mouth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But that's right. You that's need right. to just go ahead and repent right no, now. No, no, I don't need to repent. 
Listen to me. I got oh, your attention, snap. didn't I? See, that's another thing. You can't snap. Say, I don't like this. Sound like a snap. <laughs> you know, take, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> don't you come back? You know what I'm saying? Watch We're that. gonna need prayer. I did that. To, I, I know exactly what I'm doing <laughs> to get your attention. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you got to get somebody's attention, and they're not getting it. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I meant. He wants you to multiply. So I, I'm, I'm gonna catch some heat on, on prosperity. I'm gonna catch some heat. On different things. But I have to say some things that sound hard because they're not listening. But when you say something like that, they go, wait a minute. Well, I may have got a bad reaction, but if you'll listen to me, the bad reaction will turn to something good. Well, a good example that you often have said in the past is like when, uh, and we take it to it, when we use a child for an example, mm -hmm. it makes it easier to understand. You've given the story uh, many times about how when you're like an Easter Sunday and you have your grandchild on your lap and they're, they've been dressed up, you bought a special little outfit yeah. for them, no matter how little that child yeah. is, whether it's an infant or whatever, and when someone compliments you on how the baby looks, the parent or the grandparent beams and they're, they're happy about that. Well, that's the same thing I'm trying to explain how God uh -huh. feels right. when, when his children are prospering and blessed in whatever area, whether they're walking in good health or they're able to be a blessing to their family, that brings so, joy to the Lord. So you're saying God don't get sick, God don't get excited if, if he sees one of his children sick. Of course no. not. Now Satan of course does. Not. Satan loves hurting. God does not bring no, the he destruction. Don't do That's right. my point. That's right. So they'll give me a, a, a compliment of how she looks. Now, I don't think you've ever got a compliment about how I look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. Have you? I just don't tell you. <laughs> oh, that's sad, isn't it? Maybe they make the sign of the cross on that one here. No, I have told <laughs> to you. To the moon, Alice. You know, actually, I have told you. But you see, this is the truth about Jesse. Even though I've told him, he wants to hear it again and again and again. Listen, and I got a proverb from a preacher. He said, he that does not tooteth his horn, it shall not get tooted. Well, he won't, you won't. Yeah, I've yeah. told you, but it's not quite What did you tell enough. me? Just give me an example of that. What did you, uh, uh, oh, what? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I've lost that. <laughs> see, that, that, yeah, see, see, I remember thinking. I didn't no, know I remember that. one remember. time. Remember. Jody. like Spock says, remember. We were, one example just okay. came to me is that years ago, Jody and you and I went to the movies. We were, Jody was still at home. She was like 15 or 16. Uh -huh. We went to the theater. This was a long time back. And uh, so we went into the ladies' room, and you had went. We had just come out of that movie that we watched, and when we were in the ladies' room, people were saying, "Oh, that was Jesse Duplantis." Oh, and they looked like they were happy that they saw you, and they had maybe had seen you on television or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Jody and I both kind of looked, looked at each other and said, "We're not going to tell him." <laughs> <laughs> Why? It doesn't go to my head. No, it doesn't. But we just wanted you to just. <laughs> Can a man it? get a compliment once in a while? We wanted just once in a while. To tell you the truth, we probably want to keep you to ourselves because we're so used to sharing you with the whole oh, that's world. That's a nice thing to say. And so at that moment, if we'd have told you, you probably would have said, well, where are they? Let me go tell them hi. Well, yeah, we didn't want you, you to do that. Just because you said that today, you're going to multiply today. I'll be a blessing to you. See, be fruitful, what? multiply. Okay, see? well. You, you see, it goes into I appreciate you saying that. See, have, we, we told you that before the long time I don't ago. remember that, but anyway, that's nice. I mean, it's a very nice thing. <laughs> be fruitful, multiply. I want all of you to multiply. That's God's plan for you to multiply spiritually, physically, financially. Let me say it with it. This you ain't gonna like this analogy. Well, if you know I want you to multiply. Yeah, you because it gets it? your attention. You don't forget it, Kathy. You gotta learn those things. Learn them things. Better. Okay. Okay. Is you you notice it when you gain weight? Oh no. Let's well, talk that's weight here. Subject. We're not Let's talk weight. Let's you talk weight. What? Why you are multiplying? Okay. Yeah. Now I got your attention. Uh, well, well yeah. if you can gain weight, how come your wallet can't gain weight? Everything needs to increase. How come right? it cannot increase? Anything can without increase. Uh, now, most people won't tell somebody, boy, you're getting fat, whatever, because that's a slap in the face or something like that, you know what I'm saying? So why would they say that about your wallet? Boy, I tell you one thing, I think you got too much money, you know? Uh, would you tell that to a lady or a man? I, I think your stomach's too big, you know what I'm saying? Boy, I mean, look at them legs, Lord Jesus, I can hear you walking, and you're five miles away from them because they rub together should, and all kind of crazy stuff. I don't know if we should run this one. Yeah, we're going to run this thing. <laughs> I'm saying that, so, see, I got your attention. That's what I'm saying. Why do you have to make an excuse for multiplying? And let me tell you something about weight. All you ladies listen to me, and men too. Ain't nobody's business how much you weigh. If you like you, I like you. That ain't none of my business. I don't care about that kind of stuff. That's all up to you. Now, if you don't like the way you look, then change it. You're going to have to suffer, I guess, do something, that, you know, good diets are not fun, whatever. Like when Kathy wants to buy something that she really likes mm -hmm. and she wants my undivided attention, she says, Jesse, look at this. Then here comes the statement. 
I've heard it for 51 years. Do, do you want me to have it? Oh, that's what I live for. She's heard that statement 151 years. And I don't mind because it made her years? happy. The multiplication, oh, I'm saying this, made you happy. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So spiritually, physically, financially, I love it when a person grows in the spirit because they're multiplying in the things of God. I don't criticize that, but yet I've heard that before. Oh, he, he thinks he's becoming a prophet or he thinks that lady thinks she's an evangelist or you think, you need to tell me you think you can be a pastor. Uh, let, me, let me answer that. Yes. You may have never she's a woman. You're mad because she's fruitful and multiply. You know, I was just thinking about how when, the, when God created uh, mankind and here they are in this beautiful garden, that same <laughs> stupid response came first from the devil. He came to Adam and Eve and says, has God said? Always trying to undermine the beautiful blessing, yeah. the promise to prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. You know, Satan heard that because he had authority at one point on the earth. Yes, he did. He got kicked out him. of heaven and he lost all of it. Mm -hmm. he, and so he tried to gain, gain it back by going to, the, to Adam and Eve and, and filling their mind with doubt and and Everything discouragement, you and, mm -hmm. and he tripped them up, and they failed. So that, that's the whole thing. And even today, when people try to discourage you from believing God for what God has already promised, and the Word of God is filled with wonderful promises about living a good life <laughs> and being blessed. And like this scripture we just read in the first chapter of the book of the you know, the Bible, verse 28, God blessed them and said, prosper. Now, that word prosper is what's used here yeah. in the Message Bible translation. Yeah. And it means the same thing. The word thing. glory it means wealth. It means prosper. Yeah, that's a the word glory, the first time it was used in the Bible mm -hmm. in the book of Genesis was referring to uh, Jacob, I think it was, how Laban's son said that, uh, you know, you have all this glory, yeah. which was his prosperity, sure. his blessing. Yeah. He had more than they and, wanted him to and have. And his father-in-law was jealous of it. That, that same spirit that was in the Garden of Eden still is in the earth today, and we have to wise up. Amen. We can't allow him to always pull, up, pull us off of our promise, off of the goals, off of God's promise. We need to stay focused Amen. on what God said. God wants us Amen. to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in. That's blessed. the That's original the Deuteronomy plan. Deuteronomy 28 blessings. It's listening. There's no limitation to Do him. You know, in Deuteronomy 28, they have the blessing and the cursing. Yes. But the cursing should have never come. It was only the blessing. Mm -hmm. God didn't create the cursing because sin created that and God had to judge that. Now, when you understand what I'm talking about, be fruitful. I, you know, I had a man say this one time, a preacher, that Eve was the most beautiful woman ever or ever will be. Well, that, that, that's his opinion. Okay, watch this. I wonder how she looked after the fall. Hmm. Okay, now you see Adam, he sees this. Man, he got so excited when he saw it, he stopped prophesying. Mm -hmm. He said, and then will a man leave his mother and father? And the man didn't have, he, he, he had a mom and right, dad. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Watch that. This, all of a sudden, it's kind of like, then when they fell, they said they were ashamed. Mm -hmm. what, when they, what changed in his eyes toward her and her eyes toward him? It's kind of like for the first time, you look in the mirror, mirror and you see a wrinkle. Oh, Jesus. The other day. Oh. Let, let me explain. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give myself a shot. All right? Yeah, I'll call it a shot because to me, age is a number. You know, whatever. But I'm very healthy. Thank God. Give God glory for that. But the other day, I lifted my arm up. You might be able to see it. And I went, oh, look at this. My skin has crepe. Look at that, Kathy. I thought, I never I, had I that before. It. You know? <laughs> you probably see, did you hear what she said? I see it. But I don't worry about it. I see yours too. But anyway, that's not the Watch this. I went, oh. I just don't notice that very often. I went, good Lord. Is it possible that Adam went, good, good <laughs> Lord, what happened to Eve? And she's saying the same thing. What happened to Adam? Hmm. Age started. That's right. You know, I believe. Right there. Right. You guys said they were ageless. Mm -hmm. Okay. Age started right there. Boom. Time began, actually. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and because... They lost their fruitfulness. Not only that. They lost their multiplication. I believe they lost the glory. I believe that they were clothed with the glory of God in that mm -hmm. garden. It was a presence and it was mm -hmm. like, uh, if you want to call it a glow. Yeah. And they didn't need that clothing that mm. after they sinned, God sewed the garments mm -hmm. together for them from the skins, the sacrifice that even mm -hmm. then was a blood sacrifice. But I believe that they were clothed with the glory of God. Sure. And so that presence that that went with them everywhere they went, covered them. It was their covering. Well, you know, that is even today. When you see somebody super anointed 
and you're looking at them and they're flowing in the Holy Ghost. There's a beauty about that. Oh, exactly. You know, you can, I mean, whether it's a man or a woman or a child. Or if someone has an inner beauty, it over, overshadows mm -hmm. anything. Maybe they, you don't even notice their outward appearance in the same way. You, you, you don't know, notice little particular things about their facial right. structure or something because their presence just so enveloped them and, and, and carried them into that, into yeah. your presence, you know. And see, that's, well, it's amazing. what happened? They lost their fruitfulness. They lost the multiplication. Now he's got to work by the sweat of his brow. So he said, be fruitful. Then he said, multiply. Then he said, replenish or fill the earth. Or in other words, their job was supposed, the earth was empty. In other words, use your creative ability. When we bought a house and we finally got a little money, I gave customers to decorate. And you put that scripture on your refrigerator, my house is filled with pleasant. Yeah, what's that, what's it was Proverbs good? 24. It says, by wisdom is a house built, and by knowledge so every chamber be filled with pleasant and precious things. Yeah, so she began to decorate and do these stuff. And it made the room look good. Because all of a sudden, the, I noticed how empty the room was until Kathy started decorating it. Then she became fruitful with the decorating. It started filling up the empty spaces. Then she multiplied. She said, I need another piece to do this, or I need to, something yeah, else I to go look here. At, I can look at a room, and a lot of other people, even you, would look at it and say, oh, it's finished. And I say, oh, no, it's really not finished. It needs something right here, or this is here now, but it really, I'm looking for something else better than that. Mm -hmm. And that just parallels to me with our lives and how, you know, we mm -hmm. God is always sending us scriptures. He's giving yeah. us teachings, things to help us to develop into the, Beautiful vessel that he Amen. created us to be. We're all a work in progress. Well, I've often said it this way, pardon my dust. I know I know, I don't get it right every time. And I right. thank you for being forgiving. Yeah, well, Sometimes you're it. not always as forgiving no. instantly. You know, know, it no. takes your, your little well, you know why? You know, you know why God told you to go to church? Because you've got empty places in your life. Yeah. There's empty places that growing. God has to, we've got to put something here. Mm -hmm. We have to do something there. And because we're all growing, we need to be patient with each other because that you're growing as well. They're, I'm growing, you're growing. Okay, I'm going to use a prime example. I, am a man, I, am in, I have a visionary conference once a year. It is powerful. I hope you can come. So this one will be in uh, July. In July. I mean, it's, it's a Thursday night, one. a Friday morning, Friday night. And people come to New Orleans on Wednesday or Tuesday. They go eat and have fun and all that kind of stuff, and then they come. Now, watch this. One of my spiritual sons it used to be an NFL football player. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? I do. What's his name? Tony Johnson. No, not Tony Johnson. That's the Saints NFL. football player. Uh, well, that's not the same thing. No, no. Okay, Cece, you don't remember. NS, uh, NFL. No, and he, he does prison ministry. I'm trying to help you. Well, they both were then. I just didn't know which one you were talking okay, about. Which one? I, you're talking about okay. Mike Barber now. Mike Barber. Okay, so I just want to make, you got to keep a sharp well, on the I, edge. You know where what? You be. I remember two of them. You can't forget your <laughs> no, children. No, you said, I didn't talk about, uh, I never had a visionary conference when Tony Johnson was here. He's calm. Well, he's calm, yeah. So watch this. <laughs> I'm right. Watch. I am ministering He'll tell under me the, later, I, Kathy. I'm, yes, you were right. I'm ministering under the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's one thing I know about Mike Barber. He's very respectful of all ministry. Oh, yeah. He's such a blessing of God. Him and Shanine, they're wonderful people. Their ministry's in Houston. Uh, he's the head of a, a, a prison ministry. Yeah, I'm it's telling you, he, he, if you want to be a blessing to prisoners, and you should be. Yeah. You know, the forgotten people, yeah, they just throw them away. We partners with him. You mm -hmm. should do that. Watch this. He just stood up. He said, I've never done this before. But because I'm his spiritual father. He, he felt the liberty. Me, he had liberty to come. And I knew, he said, but he said, Brother Jesse, I, I said, do what the Lord tells you to do. Mm -hmm. And he gave a word about people in prison that were going to get out. And it, that was, now watch this, I believe that was on the Thursday night. To make a long story short, it, we only had was a Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night service. The next week, mm -hmm. which is just a three or four days later, the next week, people were getting out of prison. We got uh, testimonies of people. Yes. So you see, what was, if he'd held that and had been afraid he would have lost the fruitfulness of that word. Well, it needed to be declared. Right. And just like God needed to say these things to mm -hmm. bless us, those Amen. words are still in the Amen. earth. They're like echoing in the earth. God is still, those words, right. be blessed, prosper, yeah. replenish, be all those things, fruitful, so, so are still fill echoing. the earth. Yeah. See, fill it. In other words, be fruitful and then multiply. Well, multiplication fills things. You fill up your car with gasoline. You multiply the gallons of gas in there with the hose. You see what I'm saying? With, with, with the nozzle. So it's, it, works, it, it works in every area of your life, but especially in the spiritual room. That's why I tell people they need to go to church. I know what you're thinking. Oh, he's saying that because, um, 
you know, he's a preacher. You know what, I can just sit here in my pajamas and watch it. Well, that's good that we have the technology to do that, but it's not the issue. But Jesus said, Forget, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Why? Because there's more to just watching a program and you will receive the anointing of God. But when you're in that physical presence, it's night and day. A lot of people, you watch me on television. I've had people tell me this many times. They watch it on my broadcast television. Mm -hmm. They'll watch us on a boardroom chat or Faith the Facts, whatever we do it, or y'all glorious living this new program you got. But they, a lot of them can't wait to get here Why? And uh, to meet me in person. Mm, that's a good point. You see what I'm saying? Well, I don't know about you. I can't wait to get to heaven that I can look at God in person and not die. Mm -hmm. Be in his physical presence where I can just look God the Father in his face and touch him and let him touch me. Now, he's touched me before in this life, but I mean, you know, I mean, you got, you got to watch how he touched me because he can, I mean, he's so powerful, you see. And But to be able to do that, so people, that's what I mean. That's what is good to come together as a body of believers. And, well, and that, that's was, why I want the church to grow because of that right. multiplication, of that fruitfulness and multiplication. Right. When Jesus was on the earth, the Bible talks about it, and as was his custom, he went to the synagogue. And yes. he opened up the book, the Bible, and he read, well, right. the, the prophet Isaiah, I think, is where he read, the right. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Right. Well, it, it says in there, it, and that's a little word that's, lift, that's in the New Testament that sometimes you skim over, but it says, as it, his custom was. So Jesus was a churchgoer, and you've preached on oh, that. Oh, I love and that. And so he, he, it was his custom to do that because it's following God's example. It's showing that God is important. Well, and you value his word and you put him first in your life. Well, don't you want to see God? There's a wonderful scripture in the Old Testament that I love. It's in the book of Isaiah. He said, in the year the king Uzziah died. I love that. Six, I saw the six. Lord sitting on the throne, high and, and lifted, lifted up. And his train filled the temple. That's you true. want a revelation? Yeah. You want a great revelation? Preacher, you watching? You want to preach this? Preach this. Watch that. In the year king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted, sitting on the throne, high and lifted, and his train filled the temple. When you first had the Ark of the Covenant, the glory of God was in the holies of holies, could not be seen mm -hmm. other than by the high priest, <clears throat> right? See, that was a prophetic utterance that God was going to blow open the holies of holies and his train filled the temple. Right. All the glory come flooding out. Oh, now, yeah. it wasn't at that time when Moses built that <coughs> tabernacle in the desert. See what I'm saying? And, and even, I mean, and, 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 and when God said that, when Solomon's temple, and the, they could, could, they, the glory came, they couldn't stand because of the glory of yeah. God. But his train filled the temple. Oh, you know what, Jesse? Oh, wait, can I finish? <coughs> you understand what I'm saying here? See, the, the Jewish world wouldn't let you have that. You couldn't do that then. God was saying this right there. I'm going to open up all my glory to every nationality, color, creed, because my train will fill everything about me, you will know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm starting to preach. So that's a revelation, <laughs> see? It is, and it's, it's uh, taking it another step farther. You know, they, they built the temple. The yeah. glory came in. Of course, they were in the tabernacle before they built the physical temple. Right. But there was a point where they disobeyed God, and that glory left. But the glory of God came back into that temple when Jesus came in as a baby, and here we are celebrating Christmas, but Jesus came in as a oh, baby when yeah. he's eight days old to be dedicated in that same temple. And yeah. before that moment, the glory was not in that earthly temple, but it came in the <sighs> physical presence of the baby, Jesus, when yeah. he was there. So to, to give the world a, uh, the presence of God was back here on the earth, and it came in the form of this baby Jesus. But he's not a baby anymore, and you that are born again, you shouldn't stay a baby neither. You have to grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. How do you do that? By being fruitful, mm -hmm. by multiplying, mm -hmm. by filling the earth replenish. Now I want to get to the second part, subdue. I never could figure that out until the Lord began to read. Why would you use a word called subdue in this perfect environment, this perfect society? God was hinting. See, God has hints all the way through, through the scripture how he changes things and he's trained filled the temple. Mm -hmm. That means, my God, that the Jewish laws and all this different thing, it, it was going to be open up to the world. The Gentile, us, all of us could come. And when he said, and subdue was he was telling Adam and Eve, snake coming. Mm. Something's going to get out of line. Subdue it. Put it down. Right. Because you have dominion. Right. Over every, all the works of my hands, the scripture says. Mm -hmm. 
But that means, is, is Lucifer the work of God's hand? Yes, he was the holy cherub that covered. That's in Isaiah, uh, oh, Isaiah 14 and also Ezekiel 28. You begin to see here before, before the fall, his description was phenomenal until iniquity was found in him and, and sin and, 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 and a proud look and all the different things. That's another, that's another boardroom chat. But when you see what happens here, subdue. So let me, and I feel this is for someone listening right now. Mm -hmm. Someone just been told you got cancer. You don't know what to do. It's a death report because the word cancer just shakes people to, oh, because you've heard so many people die of it. Let me, how you, let me tell you how you stop it. Subdue it. How do you subdue it? With words. Yes. The medicines that they're going to give you is a practicing situation because mm -hmm. they don't have a cure. Right. But the word of God is a cure mm -hmm. to sickness, disease, and everything. But we tried that. Ah, that's the problem. We tried it. We don't try to do things. We do things. Now, okay, and I think this, this needs to be answered. Brother Jess, I had a man pick me up one time many, many years ago. Um, I was going to, let me that church. was Church on the Rock. Larry Lee's church. Where, but is that called Church on the Rock? I don't know. I can't, anyway, to make a long story short, I was going, and a man said, I want to ask you a question. He, I thought he was a little aggravated about something. I thought, oh, God. He said, Sister So-and-so had cancer. And we fasted and prayed. And we did everything that you could think of, and she died. Now, what do you think about that? So it was a little, little shot against the word of faith. And I asked him this. I said, well, did she die in faith? He said, what? I said, did she die in faith? He said, well, yes. I said, what's wrong with that? She died in faith. She didn't die in doubt, did she? Yeah, but we wanted her to live. Well, I understand that. I go, but she died in faith. You see, let me tell you something about people when Jesus walks in the room, when they're about ready to cross over on the other side. Now, I'm not telling you something. I've been to heaven. People say, I don't believe it. I really don't care. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad sense. I'm just telling you. Listen, everybody believing to be healed want to stay here, but the minute Jesus walk in that room and he says, I'll heal you right now, you can go back to doing what you want, or you can step over this line. I put out my glass. Step it over here, and you'll be with me for eternity. <laughs> Listen to me. They're going, they're going to choose Jesus. Yeah, but what about your wife? What about your children? See, then time, so you think in time. You see, but time is totally different in heaven. So God gave us something called a thousand years of one day with the Lord. So, we, so I find out mine could understand that. My mother went home to be with the Lord in 1982 on the Easter Sunday. But as far as time, if you equate that as a thousand years of one day with the Lord, mama's been in heaven maybe 28 minutes. Hmm. And it's been over 30 something years, a long time here. See what I'm saying? So you got to understand, uh, they were believing for healing. Well, so was the people, the women in the book of Hebrews. Yeah, and they said, don't he, stop. No, no, don't. No. Jesus came to deliver them. Help. No. So we could obtain a better a resurrection. resurrection. Mm -hmm. See, that's being fruitful. Multiply. At the point of death. That's filling the earth, replenishing it, and subduing it. Mm -hmm. Subduing in every which way, shape, or form. And we have to use that word. So let me tell you how you get rid of cancer. You subdue it with the word of God by his stripes. I am here. I'm Amen. not denying this in my body. I'm denying it's right. Because I, and use this scripture, I shall live and not die. Yes. Now you're going to have Christians say, no, watch out. See, they're scared. They don't want you to say that just in case you might die. That tells you right there that faith wasn't working. They was hoping. Mm -hmm. Or wishing, really. Hope, hope is better than wishing. Right. They wish it was going to come to pass mm -hmm. because they would not. And I'm not being critical of people. Oh, they no. wouldn't subdue those things. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've had to subdue myself. You know why you lose weight when you're on a diet? We're back to the weight again, yeah, guys. I'm going, let, me, let me tell you why. <laughs> you subdue your body. I had too many. I had already had a praline this morning. I don't oh, know yeah. if you know that. Oh, you got the sugar high? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a sugar high. I, you can't That's just sugar that high. Things one. Are sweet, man. That happens if I eat maybe more than one. I got you. <laughs> My sister Christine made me some pecan praline candy for Christmas, and I, she gave it to me early, and it, it came on my desk yesterday. So, of course, I had to try it yesterday when it came, and then before I left for the day, I tried another one, and then this morning, I tried another one. So, uh, I need a, <laughs> I, my, sometimes I have a plan to get them all eaten so that they're done, and, I, and then I Catherine can start dying. one time dying. brought them to I'm, bed and hid them. No. I heard her eating them, at, and I woke up one time, and she had a problem. Yeah. Because I Don't didn't want to. Don't say no, you lying. But what? I didn't want to hear it from you like you're. You know, because I knew you'd make a deal about it, which you're doing again but right now. But who eats a praline but, at 3 o'clock in the morning? 
I do. And, and keep them in, in your bed this underneath is my, the sheet. Un, I have an unlimited <laughs> life. I can eat whatever oh, yeah. I want. You can eat what you want. I'm okay. I don't <laughs> but care anyway, at Christmas time, there's there's that weight thing. That's why I didn't want you to talk <laughs> that about that. Sense. We're going to do that, talk about that on January 1st. Okay, I got you. <laughs> See, when, no diets right now. That's, no diets. Okay, that's Enjoy why you lose weight. Of the land. You subdue it. Last night, we got in. I was about ready to go to bed. <laughs> And that crazy refrigerator talked to me. Oh. That, he said, hey, open up the door. Before you go to bed, just grab yourself a snack. I said, shut up in the name of Jesus. I bind you. Uh, I subdued that. So you didn't have a snack? No. Well, why would you? You just had a full meal. What well, it doesn't make no difference. This man snacks you, everywhere. Yeah, but why He's would you eat snacks Okay, answer the, the question. Why do you eat pralines and you hide them under a sheet at 3 o'clock in the morning? I'm not denying it. I know. I'm, why? I came clean. <laughs> I know, but why? <laughs> There's got to be something. You could have ate them. Before you went, why? Because you woke up in the middle of the night, you had a sweet but tooth. But I'm just saying, you came into this. Answer the you question, Catherine. This morning before you came in here, too. I saw you sucking your teeth again. There's nothing wrong with my teeth. I'm fresh. <laughs> See, no. she's trying to get, she don't want to answer that question. We're changing the subject. We're changing we, the subject. She wants to change the subject. Okay. See, <laughs> see, she wants to subdue me. See, that's what I'm trying to get. See, to shut me down. That's what I'm saying. That word subdue, we should use that quite a bit in our lives. Because yeah. Satan is always coming, so we subdue him. That's the truth. That's true. You subdue him. That's true. And you do that with the name of Jesus in the Word of God. We don't listen to his lies. Most of his lies, he comes to try to tear people apart, you know, especially with the holidays coming. I know he's going to try to put wrong thoughts in our minds to try to keep separate, keep okay. families apart or oh, yeah. bring trouble. Or tr But we need to be wiser than that and, and, and wise to, yeah, to his yeah. tactics. And, and just make sure this is a different Christmas. Yeah. This is a Christmas where we let the blessing of God flow through our lives to other people, to our family right. members, to our friends, and even strangers that we meet. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so easy with all this, you know, last-minute shopping and all when, uh, when we drive along to, you know, maybe give that parking space to someone else. Uh -huh. Be generous. Be kind. And that's hard to do. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're going to the mall. Yes. Well, I'll tell you that the other day I, I brought Kathy to lunch and my granddaughter. Uh, to a restaurant here in uh, Metairie, Louisiana, mm -hmm. a suburb of New Orleans. Church. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I was walking by uh, this table uh, that had Lord had spoken to me while I was sitting at my table, I was getting up to leave, pay for those people's dinner. Mm -hmm. I didn't question that. I didn't subdue that. Why do you try to subdue your wallet when God tells you to give? Why don't you just open it up and let it be blessed? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, well, I got to think about that. So I just walked up. I took some of that money. I said, let me buy y'all your lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get over that. Well, it was, it was an act of kindness. They owe me nothing. Now, I could have said, well, I need that money. But I subdued that thought because I have no needs. Because mm -hmm. the Lord supplies all my needs. Called his, to his riches in glory. Amen. Or his Amen. riches in the wealth that he possesses spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, I want to go to verse 29 because I want to close out with okay. this. After he told you to be fruitful, after he told you to multiply, after he told you to replenish, and after he told you to subdue, mm -hmm. and then he gave you dominion. My God, I mean, you talk about gifts, now that's some big gift. Right. Then he shows you how to do it in verse 29. And God's behold, and God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, mm -hmm. which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielded in seed. To you it shall be for meat. In other words, I'm going to give you seed to sow so you can receive harvest. Mm -hmm. Seed sown, harvest grown. Mm -hmm. See, don't say that? That's seed good. sown. That's a good statement. I like it. I've never said that before. Seed sown, harvest grown. Mm -hmm. Now, would you, would you read that in the uh, message verse 29? Bible says, yes. Then God said, I have given you every sort of seed-bearing plant on earth mm -hmm. and every kind of fruit-bearing tree, given them to you for food. For food, mm -hmm. right. See what I'm saying? In other words, seed sown, harvest grown. In other words, you're not going to suffer. You're not going to hurt. See? See, so to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue, you have to have seed. And God has supplied that. That's why he gave you a job. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? It's like one man. i never forget it. What, is it. what about three years ago, this kid was mad at his mama because she told him to take that job at McDonald's. I think he was 16. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to work at McDonald's because he thought it was below his dignity or whatever. So, and I, I happened to come in, he, and the kid came up to me. Well, Jesse. I said, yeah, how you doing? And Because uh, I've always worked all my life, you know. And uh, my, I had to, my dad made me do that, which was fine. Uh, but he said, my mama wants me to take the job at McDonald's. It's just McDonald's. 
And I looked at him. I said, let me help you, son. I said, you ever thought? Yeah, you may start there flipping hamburgers. But I, I bet you if you go up the chain of McDonald's, the beginning, you'll find that they all started flipping burgers, making hardly nothing. But they built McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And I don't doubt that some of these CEOs and vice presidents and things all started flipping burgers, buddy. See, I said, you got to learn the business. And I said, besides, he said, but they only pay me minimum wage. I said, okay, take your minimum wage, sow a seed, and believe for the hundredfold, and you'll be the richest McDonald's employee you ever saw in your life. He just, his eyes just got big. See, he, doesn't, he didn't understand seed sown, harvest grown. Right. See, he didn't understand. What is an oak tree? How big is an oak tree? But an acorn, that's this big, mm -hmm. that held its ground. See, so to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue, you have to have seed. That's why we tell people to give. It's not so we can get something from you. We're trying to get this word to you so you can be blessed beyond your wildest dream, spiritually, physically, and financially. You got some, uh, you want, I know you touched it. You wanted to say oh, something about that? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So when you understand that. I will read them that, before we okay. stop, though. I'd like to read a few Okay, of yeah, that's fine. Uh, but when you understand that, that's why we're givers, see? And it, it's such a blessing. I enjoy giving more than I do receiving. Why? Because, oh, it's, it's so much fun. First, you see that wonderful smile. Thank you, sir, for thinking of me. But then I also know, boy, God going to bless me. When I lay hands on people to be healed, I know I'm going to get health. Mm -hmm. that, see, that's a seed sown and harvest grown. I get divine health. And then when I, when I, when I preach divine health that you'll never get sick, something else happens. Seed sown, harvest grown. I get divine life. And it's just such a blessing. Yeah. It oh, you understand what I'm saying? After its kind. This is all done before Mankind was created. God had this plan, and it works today. Go ahead. I didn't mean to stop you. So well, there's so that. many great ones. I just I don't know how much time we have for these. Let me just see which one the Lord wants me to read. This mm -hmm. one I was reading, Leslie says, I recently came back home, and you guys have helped me so much to remember that there is no God greater than ours. Thank you for being faithful Praise servants. The Lord. Then Marcy says, Jesse and Kathy, please continue to spread the gospel of Jesus. I love giving back so that the gospel can go to the four corners of the earth. Well, you know how we do it, Kathy? People sow seed into the ministry. That's right. Partners, that's what happens. And listen to Victor. This one says, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. We need to meet one day. You saved my life 27 years ago, and I joined a church where I first saw you. About a week later, you came on TV at 3.30 in the morning, and through you, I got saved. Isn't that, that, that is, that's that, that, what it's all see, about. See, I sowed a seed of salvation, mm -hmm. and soundness came into that person's life. That's right. That's beautiful. So can I, let me, can I stop? I want to thank all the partners for helping me preach this gospel, man. I, I, you know, sometimes I, I said, look... Is there something else I can say other than thank you? I, he said, thank you is a very big word. And because without you, we could not do any of this. I mean, the camera that's filming right now, you purchased. The, this table, this, this, this thing, you know, all that kind of stuff. You understand what I'm talking about? And so I want to thank you. And if you're not a partner and you want to become one, all you have to do is go to jdm.org. That's my website. And you can be a partner or you can write us, do whatever. Nothing too small, nothing too big. We got big projects going on. Right. I got a $20 million project right now looking at me in the face. And a different thing, I got to do all these things. If I, I mean, I got more stuff you can shake a stick at because God's telling me to do that. But I, I say this all the time when I talk about giving. If you don't want to, don't. Please, still watch the program. I hope you enjoy it and learn something from it. But don't do something you don't want to do, please. But I want to tell you something. The anointing of increase is on us. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, and it's such a blessing of the Lord. And we enjoy being the blessing God wants us to be. I have picked up the Genesis plan. Be fruitful. Yes. Multiply. Replenish. Subdue. Watch this. When Jesus was on the earth, he picked up the Genesis plan. That's right. He was fruitful. He multiplied. Mm -hmm. He replenished. He subdued. That's right. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The lady that did not receive deliverance. So she could obtain a better resurrection, those women in Hebrews. Right. They picked up the Genesis plan mm -hmm. to be fruitful, multiply, multiply replenish, replenish, subdue. subdue. Now, here, now, very soon, I believe this, Jesus is coming. Mm -hmm. And guess where we're going? Back to the Genesis plan. That's right. It's a good plan. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel good. To the <laughs> Genesis plan. And this is going to be for eternity because there ain't no more devil no more. Hallelujah Be for fruitful. That. Good Lord. Amen. I saw something on YouTube the other day. It blessed me. Uh -huh. uh, it was on your iPad. And the Hubble telescope got a picture, uh, a certain piece of the Andromeda galaxy, which is coming toward us, 
they're supposed to come together between the Milky Way and the Abdram, they say four billion years from now. But they knew it had such a perfect, over 100 million stars, stars, just in that section, in that one galaxy. Watch this. Now, they know for every star, they got planets. Just, and now the whole universe is so, so huge, trillions, you heard me say it right, trillions of galaxies yeah. with stars, planets, moons. And God did this, Kathy. Yeah. Flung it with his hand. Yeah, he, he said, light be, and it's still going. It's still expanding. It's still That's growing. That's the plan. Never stops increasing. That is the plan, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope you learned something today. Did you have anything else you wanted to read? Well, there's so I'll give many you of them that so. say that they're reading so many things. This Jerry says, I love the way you both preach, as I can understand most of what you teach me. I need to hear it over and over Praise uh, the Lord. Thank you for sharing your gifts in Jesus' name. I have to say this one. Lucas says, I so love that Kathy does these chats <laughs> with Jesse. <laughs> well, he says, actually, God bless them both and their family. What's his name, Jesus Lucas? Name. Lucas says Lucas, that. actually, Kathy's the one that invented this. She came to me and said, I want to do these Bodrum chats. Remember, you said, and I'm going to do it with you, but... Man, I came, she says, I come kicking and screaming on everything. <laughs> but I, I, I do a lot of work. And there's usually a, like I'm working a, a, a lot. <laughs> a transition period. First he comes kicking and screaming, then a while back, down the road, he'll say, you know, you start taking ownership of it. Oh, yeah. And you take, <laughs> like you started it. <laughs> well, maybe so, I don't know. Well, really, you're, you lead these and you do a good job. And the whole purpose well, thank that you. we. I appreciate that, that we, Yeah, I just, I'm, I feel like sometimes like I just toss the volleyball up and let him. Well, you can slam, slam it too. Yeah, well, it's okay. We're a team. But, you know, this all kind of started when, when COVID hit and you could not travel. And you had, if you usually travel, I don't know how many, you know oh, the number, God, how many places, two or three yeah. cities in a week, many times. And so uh, when that happened, you couldn't travel. So I knew that our partners and people that sure. are watching all over would like to see so you and connect with you. And you, we had this burning desire in our heart to continue the message of the yeah. gospel. And this was a great tool to be able Why to Why did do I call it, it a let it be current. Well, we did call it a boardroom chat because when we first started doing it, they were right with they were in our executive offices, and we went into this room into that room. was the boardroom. You know why I chose the boardroom chat? And our boardroom is where decisions are made. Mm -hmm. I learned that when I used to when I was a kid. I worked for Shell Oil Company, and I went up to the um, the uh, the vice president of the Southern EP region. Shell all company. This is one, one Shell Square in New Orleans. Went into his office and saw the boardroom. <clears throat> and I said, boy, that's a beautiful room. And I'll never forget what he said. And that's many, many years ago. He said, this is where the price of gasoline goes up. Yeah, these where were the decisions are made. made that affect Ooh, a lot of people. Affect the world. And so we were here, there in the boardroom, and we used to do that right in the executive office, but whenever we would tape it, we had to shut down the whole upstairs. Nobody could take a phone call. People yeah. couldn't walk by. Yeah, so, so we, we started, had... we transferred it into this But we studios. didn't change the name. No, we kept it into Studio C. We, we reproduced this look in here. It's a similar look. Let me say one more thing. And when still God gave chat. us his name, he didn't change it. No. Nope. Christ in us. The hope of glory. That's why we call Christians. Mm -hmm. That's a blessing. And I hope that every time we have a chat, it helps you to live Amen. a life that's overcoming life, to make decisions in your Amen. life that impact not just your life, but everybody in your family and in your workplace, everywhere that you go. And I hope you're having a great Christmas season. Mm -hmm. It's coming up real, real soon. Yeah. And maybe one day we can get to meet you in person. We'd love for you to come Yeah, this here, is our 89th come there. By, uh, boardroom chat. And next week, it'll be like the week of Christmas week. I think it'll be the 90th. Yeah. One day it'll be the number. We're going to have to do a, something special for the 100. Yeah, that'd be nice. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Anyway, this is Jesse and Kathy. I hope we don't go, hold you too long in these things. We love you and praise you. And we very, very, you can tell, we very, very, <laughs> we, we don't hide nothing. We just let you see who we are. Because you know what? We don't want you to put a halo on our heads. That glory belongs to God Almighty. Amen. And we just thank you for it. Till next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, keep the faith. Keep See the ya. faith. Yeah. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.